Sign Chapter Twenty Six Stories. First is Bhakt Panta, Harishchandra Pitale, Gopal Ambedkar. Preliminary. All the things that we see in the universe are nothing but a play of Maya, the creative power of the Lord. These things do not really exist. What really exists is the absolute. Just as we mistake a rope or a garland for a serpent on the account of darkness, we always see the phenomenon that is things as they outwardly appear and not the phenomenon which underlies all the visible things. It is only the Sadguru who opens the eyes of our understanding and enables us to see things in their true light and not as they appear. Let us therefore worship the Sadguru and pray to him to give us the true vision, which is nothing but the God vision. Inner Worship Hamad Pant has given us a novel form of worship. Let us, he says, use water in the form of tears of joy to wash the Sadguru's feet. Let us besmear his body with the sandal paste of pure love. Let us cover his body with the cloth of true faith. Let us offer eight lotuses in the form of our eight sattvic emotions and fruit in the form of our concentrated mind. Let us apply to his head the bukka, the black powder, in the form of devotion and tie a waistband of bhakti and place our head at his feet. After decorating the Sadguru with all the ornamentation this way, let us offer ourselves to him and wave charmer of devotion to a word of heat. After such blissful worship, let us pray thus. Turn our mind inward, give us discrimination between the unreal and real, and non-attachment for all worldly things, and thus enable us to get self-realization. We surrender ourselves, body and soul, body consciousness and ego to you. Make our eyes yours so that we should never feel pleasure and pain. Control our body and mind as you wish. Let our mind rest at your feet. Now let us turn to the stories of this chapter. But the Pant Once it so happened that a devotee by name Pant, a disciple of another guru, had the good fortune of visiting Shirdi. He had no mind to go to Shirdi, but man proposes one way and God disposes the other. He was travelling in a PB and CI ride train, where he met many friends bound for Shirdi. They all asked him to accompany them and he could not say no. They alighted in Mumbai while Pant got down at Virar. There he took the permission of his guru for the Shirdi trip and after arranging for the expenses left with the party for Shirdi. They all reached there in the morning and went to the masjid at about 11 am. On seeing the concourse of the devotees assembled for Baba's worship, they were all pleased but Pant suddenly got a fit and fell senseless. They were all frightened. Still, they tried their best to revive his senses. With Baba's grace, after sprinkling water over his head, he regained his consciousness and sat upright, as if he was just awakened from sleep. 
the omniscient Baba, knowing that he was a disciple of another Guru, assured him and confirmed his faith in his own Guru by addressing him as follows. Come what may, leave not but stick to your own bolster, that is, support your Guru, and ever remain steady with him. Pan at once knew the significance of this remark, and thus he was reminded of his Guru. This kindness of Baba he never forgot in his life. Harishchandra Pitale There was a gentleman by name Harishchandra Pitale in Bombay. He had a son who suffered from epilepsy. He tried many allopathic and Ayurvedic physicians, but there was no cure. There remained only one way of remedy, viz. resorting to the saints. It has been stated in Chapter 15 that Daskanu, by his inimitable and splendid kirtan, spread the fame of Sai Baba in Mumbai Presidency. Mr. Pitale heard some of the kirtans in 1910 and learned from the kirtans and other others that Baba, with his touch and mere glance, cured many, many incurable diseases. Then a desire arose in his mind to see Sai Baba. Making all preparations and taking offerings and fruit baskets, Mr. Pitali came to Shirdi with wife and children. He then went to the masjid with them and prostrated himself before Baba and placed his sick son at Baba's feet. No sooner did Baba see the child than an altered thing happened. The son immediately rolled his eyes and fell down senseless. His mouth began to foam and his whole body began to perspire profusely and it seemed as if he was breathing his last. Seeing this, the parents became very nervous and upset. The boy used to get such fits every often, but this fit seemed to be persist long. Tears began to flow ceaselessly from mother's eyes and she began to well that her condition was like that of a person who being afraid of the robbers ran into the house which collapsed on him. Or like a crow, cow fearing a tiger ran into the lands of a butcher or like a traveller who being tormented by the heat of the sun went to take a refuge under the tree which fell on him or like a devout person going to the worship into the temple which collapsed upon him baba comforted comforted her comforted her saying do not wail like this wait a bit have patience take the boy to your lodging he will come to his senses within half an hour they did as directed by Baba and found that his words came true. As soon as he was taken into the Vada, the boy recovered and all the Pitali family and others were very happy. All the doubts were disappeared. Then Mr. Pitali went with his wife to see Baba prostrated before himself, before him and very humbly and respectfully sat shampooing his legs and mentally thanking Baba for his kind help. Baba then smilingly said, Have not all your thoughts and doubts apprehension come down now? Hurry, Lord will protect him. Who has got faith and patience? Mr. Pitali was a rich and well-to-do gentleman. He distributed sweetmeats on a large scale and offered Baba excellent fruits and Mrs. Pitali was a very pious lady, simple, loving and faithful. She used to sit near the post, gazing at Baba with tears of joy flowing down from her eyes. 
Seeing her amicable and loving nature, Baba was much pleased with her. Like gods, saints are always dependent on their devotees, who surrender and worship them with their true heart and soul. After passing some days in Baba's company, the Pitali family came to the masjid to take Baba's leave to depart. Baba gave them udi and blessings and called Mr. Pitali to close to him and said, Bapu, I had given you rupees two before. Now I give you rupees three. Keep this in your shrine for worship and you will be benefited. Mr. Pitali accepted this as prasad, prostrated himself again before Baba and prayed for his blessings. A thought arose in his mind that as this was his first visit to Shirdi, he could not understand what Baba meant when he said that he had given rupees two previously. He was curious to have this mystery solved, but Baba kept silent. When Mr. Pitale returned to Mumbai, he narrated to his old mother as all that had happened at Shirdi and mystery about Baba's giving him rupees two earlier. The mother also did not understand the mystery, but thinking seriously about this, she was reminded of an old incident which solved the mystery. She said to her son, As you now went to Sai Baba with your son, so had your father done when he took you to Akalkot for the darshan to the Maharaj there many years ago. That Maharaj was also a Siddh, perfect yogi, omniscient and gracious. Your father was devout and his worship was accepted. He then gave your father rupees too for being kept in the shrine and worship. Your father, father worshipped them till his death, but thereafter the worship was neglected and the rupees were lost. After some years, the memory of this two rupees also disappeared and now you are very fortunate that Akhalkot Maharaj has appeared to you in the form of Sai Baba just to remind you of your duties and worship to ward off all the dangers. Now beware, henceforth leave all doubts and bad thoughts, follow your ancestors and go on worshipping the family gods and the rupees and take pride in blessing of saints. Sai Samarth has kindly revived the spirit of bhakti in you. Cultivate it to your benefit. Hearing the remarks of the mother, Mr. Pitale was very much delighted. He came to know and was convinced about all the pervasiveness of Baba and the significance of his darshan. Then onwards, he became very careful about his conduct. Mr. Ambedkar Mr. Gopal Narayan Ambedkar of Pune was a devotee of Baba. He served for 10 years in Abkari, Abkari department in Thana district and in Juhar state from where he had to retire. He tried to get some other job but he did not succeed. He was overtaken by other calamities and his conditions grew from bad to worse. He passed 7 years in this condition, visiting Shirdi every year and placing his grievance before Baba. In 1960, his 16, his plight became worse and decided to commit suicide in Shirdi. So he came there with his wife and stayed for two months. One night, while sitting in Bullock cart in the front of Dikshitwada, resolved to end his life by throwing himself into the wa wa well close by. But Baba wished to do something else. A few paces from there, 
this place there was a hotel and its proprietor mr sagun a devotee of baba came out and accosted him thus did you ever read akal kot maharaj's life ambedkar took this book from sagun and began to read it casually or we may pro- we may say providentially he came across a story which was to this effect during the lifetime of akal kot maharaj a certain devotee suffered very much from an incurable disease and when he could no longer endure the agony and pain he became desperate and in order to end his mis- miseries threw himself one night into the well immediately the maharaj came there and took him out of out with his own hands and advised him thus you must bear the fruit good or bad of your past actions if it is incomplete suicide won't help you you have to take another birth and suffer again so instead of killing yourself why not suffer for some time and finish up the fruit of your past deeds and be done with it once and for all reading this appropriate and timely story ambedkar was much surprised and moved he had he not got baba's hint from the story he would have been no more on seeing all baba's all pervasiveness and benevolence his faith in him was confirmed he became a staunch devotee his father was a devotee of akalgot maharaj and sai baba wanted him to walk in his father's footsteps and continue his devotion to him he then got sai baba's blessing and his prospects began to improve he studied astrology and gained proficiency in it and thereby improved his lot he was able to earn sufficient money and passed his later life in ease and comfort bow to shri sai peace to all jai sai